Hi guys, and welcome to the Rear Wellness Podcast, the podcast designed to help you heal holistically and give you the tools that you need to thrive. We're making it easy to understand medicine and wellness with practical steps from the experts, one podcast at a time. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about what to do when the holidays are hard. I know some of us may have grown up watching Hallmark movies, but obviously things aren't always jolly and merry and lights all around. Whether it's finances or grief or difficult family situations or having to go back home to an environment that just triggers you, the holidays can get really tricky. So today we're going to be having an incredible guest who is going to help give us some practical strategies and tools and tips so that we can find ways to find joy and find ways to thrive even in the midst of hard holidays. Uh, And even if the holidays aren't hard for you, stick around because you might be able to find some tools that you can carry with you to optimize your own life and the way that you show up and support yourself and other people. So today we're having Dr. Fernandez on the podcast. Uh, Dr. Fernandez is a licensed clinical psychologist who trained at Loma Linda University, a multidisciplinary health program. And she did her internship and fellowship at a multidisciplinary health setting at USC. She has advanced training in traumatic stress studies by the Trauma Research Foundation, is specialized in internal family systems, uh, is a somatic experiencer, is focused on mindfulness, self-compassion. She is compassion-focused therapy trained, and she is also the chief of pain psychology services at Northwest Spine and Pain Medicine and the owner of Rare Wellness, Dr. Fernandez. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, it's so great to be here with you, Nat, and get a chance to chat with you. So before we start every podcast episode, I like to ask our guests, what does wellness mean to you? Do you have any wellness rituals that are a big part of your life? Yeah, so I think that that is an um, ever-evolving conversation. And for me, it's really changed in the last few years. Um, in being a therapist and then really in studying trauma and in working with the somatic body and working with people in chronic pain, you just realize that it's not if pain and suffering are going to happen to you, but when. And for Mm -hmm. a lot of people, it was, you know, it's too much. It was too soon. And many people feel, you know, it just wasn't fair um, they feel like they want a redo. And in in that experience, and we'll, we'll talk more about the nervous system, but it can feel like everything kind of just collapses on itself. Like you don't have a chance to be the you that you would want to be. And so for me, wellness is to be able to have the flexibility that those stuck positions really can take from you. They can take your mind, your emotions, and, and maybe resonate. I, I think we all do in some way. But to go from that stuckness to being able to come back into rhythm. And Mm. I realized that really it's about connection. When you can connect to that in a resourceful way from you connecting to Mm. it and, you know, from source and from resources around you, when you bring in those supports. And so that experience is no longer the same because you're introducing a well of resources and in doing so, that stuckness starts to shift and you have more space. And then when you start to feel space, you can enjoy 
things that felt good again in life. When you think mm-hmm. life was done, you start to feel good. And you're like, oh, I feel alive. I feel That's good. A powerful concept. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Feeling, I mean, a lot of people, it's like, I don't know what that is like. So when you realize it didn't poof, go away. And I, mm-hmm. and I think that's big in therapy. A lot of people think I, I want this gone. I want to mm-hmm. be over it. But you yeah. realize you get bigger space around it. Mm-hmm. And then that space can can allow for the goodness to come in. And you start to realize and savor goodness. It's and like you, you realize those states they shift, you know, you don't mm-hmm. stay in one. You want to just, okay, I just want to stay here I forever. Just, I always want to be happy. And it's like, be here. but to yeah. be able to have that flexibility to me is wellness to come in and out. I love your definition of wellness. I think that's a new one for me. Flexibility to be able to shift between those states in and out. I, I absolutely love it. And <laughs> on a more practical sense on a day-to-day basis, I know I know that you're a big yogi. I know we've practiced some yoga together and I always <laughs> love playing with you. Um, what are some just like lifestyle things that you like to incorporate into your routine? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, my kids will tell you, I like to just dance around and be silly. If I can be silly, oh. I feel happy and alive. But um, but yeah, so I, if, you know, finding ways to not take myself seriously mm-hmm. is like, and I think it's just, we'll get to it, but just going into that childlike part of myself is really important. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, you can think about that. Like, when can you just be like organically you and yoga is one of those platforms yeah. and you could just, and it's like, one of many, it all it out. like, yes, yeah, but yeah. Oh, man. no. And some other time I want to do an entire pot, uh, podcast on interviewing someone <laughs> on just the impact of dance on your mental health because <laughs> I know I have heard so many really positive things about it so today's podcast is brought to you by the Premium Center for Regenerative Medicine and Stem Cell Therapy in the Northwest Northwest Center for Regenerative Medicine get back to the activities that you love without needing surgery you can book your appointment at nwc4rm.com again that's nwc4rm.com this podcast is also brought to you by Rare Wellness Supplements You can head over to rareplanethealth.com to get your supplements. My personal favorite is the premium fish oil filled with omega-3s. Again, you can go to rareplanethealth.com and get the supplements that you most need to support your health and wellness today. Lastly, this podcast is also brought to you by Rare Wellness. Rare Wellness is located on the South Hill in Spokane and is one center that provides all the wellness tools that you could need. Whether you're looking for a hands-on premium intimate yoga studio with a therapeutic emphasis, bar classes, Tai Chi classes. If you're looking for skincare treatments, injectable, hydrofacial, microneedling, organic spa treatments. If you're wanting to get therapeutic massage or book functional medicine appointments to get down to the root cause of your inflammation, Rare Wellness is the place for you. Whatever your wellness needs are, they have it covered. So to book your appointment today, go to rarewellness.com. Again, go to rarewellness.com and mention this podcast for 10% off when you're booking. Okay, time to get back to the episode. That's awesome. Well, why don't we go ahead and get in? So Trisha and I both decided to make some tea and just sit down and have a conversation with you guys. Like we brought up earlier today, we're going to be talking about what to do when the holidays are hard. Um, so there's a lot to unpack today. There's, It's a complex topic. There's so many things we can talk about. Um, but I guess first, 
maybe let's talk about the nervous system and just for people listening who maybe don't have a background of therapy or haven't been exposed to this. Can you explain some of that and how it works to us? Yeah, absolutely. I love that question, Nat. Um, So when we're talking about something as complex and multifaceted as what's hard for you around the holidays, it's a perfect time to talk about the nervous system because it goes back to to know thyself, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a great concept. But how do you know yourself? Like, Everybody says, like, know yourself first, right? Before you, you go and you do whatever, move, partner up. But how what does that even mean? What does that mean? Yeah. I remember just feeling like, you know, like flipping frustrated with that. But it's the story of your 20s. <laughs> I know, right? Like to know yourself. But you, we all have a nervous system. So it's kind of like it, it evens the playing fields, right? Like I think we can all agree that we're here in, in body and spirit, but we have a nervous system. So to know it's hard about the holidays, it's important to be able to have some common language or some tool as you look in. When you look in, what are you looking for? So if we just break it down to your nervous system, you know, there's different parts of us right now, hopefully, because we really like each other, right? We're in our social engagement center and there's probably not a lot of threat. So Mm -hmm. it's an honest, connected we can acknowledge each other and really be in social engagement. And in that, you find things like your eyes brighten, your cheeks soften, or yeah. you, you naturally smile. There's biorhythm happening. It's one of our nervous system qualities is our social engagement system. So as we think about holiday, you might think of a time past or the holiday to come. Have you ever felt in connection? with yourself or somebody else during a holiday. And, you know, it's just one way when you look in, how is the holiday for me? How is my social engagement system? As I'm interviewing people throughout these podcasts and we're talking about different health and wellness and mental themes, I'm just realizing truly to optimize your life, you can't even start if you're not in tune with yourself. And Dr. Fernandez, for for those of us who maybe have a hard time just even knowing where to start when it comes to checking in with ourselves, or maybe it's like, maybe I, I don't have that habit of even being aware of what I need. How do I, how do I even, how do I do that? How do I start to pay attention? It's such a beautiful question. And it's one that, you know, we study for years and, and, and I think it's one of those things where you're talking about wellness as a practice, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I was at my kid's ortho appointment today and they had this beautiful saying that like motivation doesn't last. And then the next comment was neither does bathing. So keep doing it. <laughs> so it's a practice. I right? like that. Like, right. So, like, there shouldn't be this expectation. I, I heard someone say, if someone <laughs> says they're healed, they're like, what does that even mean? Like we're all continually yeah. healing. Like right. it's a yeah. journey of, Yeah. Yeah. So checking in with like, even now is, you know, I enjoy seeing you. I might check in. My heart is beating. There's expansion. I feel my cheeks. You know, I can imagine that they might feel sore from laughing so much at the end. (laughs) There's a glimmer behind my eyes, but just tracking, right? It's tracking Mm -hmm. sensation or image and uh, emotion, thoughts that come up. And it's just a practice Mm -hmm. or what part is here for me right now? Mm -hmm. 
the part that enjoys socializing, you know, so yeah. or connecting. Um, but in the holidays, there's there's often other parts, right? And mm -hmm. so another part of our nervous system is our sympathetic nervous system. And mm -hmm. that, you know, if you've ever been in a holiday experience where you wanted to bolt out and beeline to the door and get away as fast mm -hmm. as possible, then your nervous system was working. Your sympathetic was like, uh, social engagement isn't feeling really pleasant. I'm not feeling right safe. Now. I'm not yeah. feeling this. How mm -hmm. do we get out of here? And so it's like, yay, nervous system, like you're working, right? Yes, yeah. we get triggered and, and there's going to be a, a longer story to that someday. But just first tracking, right? What do I want to mm -hmm. do? Um, also, if you're feeling your sympathetic system, so it mobilizes, right? It mobilizes in threat. It also mobilizes in drive and motivation. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling motivated to get home, I hear you might be going home for the holidays, right? So excited. <laughs> so it probably took some planning and mm -hmm. some drive to get there. And so mm -hmm. your sympathetic system is a mobilization system to also your drives and your goals. So just being able to track what's it like when I am motivated, you know, that can also feel alive to have drives right. and goals and motivations. Um, so when you're saying, how do we get in touch with that? When you're feeling it, imagining just putting a light bulb inside or a flashlight on you mm -hmm. and like, what's happening? What's here? Yeah. Getting to know that part of you, how familiar is this? Is this new? Is this old? Does this feel like essential me, like the me that I know I, I want to be feeling? Or, mm. You know, so just starting to get curious with yourself. Um, yeah. And lastly, before we go into a meditation where we can practice some of this, is the other part of our nervous system is when we're just like, we're maxed out. Nothing's working. We can't get away. Engagement isn't working. And it's an energy conservation system that really is doing its best to take care of you. And so if you've ever felt like, you know, curling up in a ball by the eggnog, you know, and just like not, you know, just like doing the rocking position. You're shutting just, down. Yeah. You're shutting down, overwhelm, I'm in overwhelm, right? Mm. And so that, and that rocking, isn't that just like a natural rhythmic thing to do? Mm -hmm. But to be able to track, like, am I wanting to numb? Am mm. I wanting to shut down? Am I wanting to just sleep? This is all information. And how do I know when that's starting to happen? So maybe we can do something like we'll talk about later, go outside and get some oxygen. But we don't have to just talk about being um, well. We don't have to be stuck in that system. Mm. And you can't, you can't apply any of the tools if we don't take inventory in the first place to see right. where we're at. Yeah. So just starting, what I'm hearing you say is, if we can get into the, like, if I can get into the habit of just checking in with myself on a regular basis, maybe even outside of the holidays, just asking myself, okay, like, I love the way you phrase that of what part of me is present right now? Like, and what does it need? And what am I feeling? And to do that on a regular basis, I've noticed for myself, since I've started implementing this, I reached that point of shutdown and overwhelm way less because I'm actually attuned to what I need. That's so awesome, Matt, that you're saying that. So that's so cool. You're seeing the yeah. impact. So we'll just, we'll do that. And you can track, um, you know, just what what's here for you. And again, everybody goes through these states. Mm -hmm. they're, it's not, Human. you know, it's like something's wrong with you. We all have these states. We all have different parts of us. Like, you know, 
we, we often say like, I have a part of me that wants to get up and go to work. And I have another part that wants to call in sick, you know? We, so yeah. it's just tracking our different parts and our, our different states. Yep. It's just tracking what's here. And I just love the way that you're able to talk about all of it without judgment. It's just like, they all exist <laughs> and they're all welcome. Yeah. They're all welcome. Isn't that like the beauty? We can go into a meditation and, and use it. it as a way to track what's here for people during holiday. Going ahead and just starting to settle in in any way that's supportive for you. So if it feels comfortable to your system or supportive to your system to close your eyes, you can do that. But this is this is you time. So you you get to be this curious witnesser of your system. If keeping your eyes open is better, then you might just invite a soft gaze. I'll start with a bell and then we'll begin. So settling in, maybe noticing something supportive, contact point, your seat to the couch underneath you or your feet to the floor. Starting to just tune in to what would be supportive for you. Letting your system know that this time is for you. And breathing into that. Thinking all of the parts of your system that have already been active today Sending them love and appreciation. Sending loving energy towards your hardworking parts, even the parts of you that pursue knowledge, health, and wellness. And then inviting in any places or parts of you that can soften and allow you space to settle in. Seeing what your system may need here to soften and just be here. You may start to notice some activation and if so, just gently acknowledging it. And starting by bringing into your awareness, what is the source that is soothing for you? A source that is validating. And notice, does that come from within? Or in this moment, is that source coming from someplace beyond yourself? And you may have many sources, but what is one source that is soothing, calming, and reassuring to your system, to your parts? And I invite you to breathe that in and connect to that source. Inviting in what quality would be soothing to your system right now. Breathe that in and invite it to expand. Let that envelop you. 
you can notice sensations, images, any organic movements, emotions, thoughts that bubble up. Just anchoring that in, quality that would be soothing to your system. Letting it expand. Savoring it. And as you hold that, we'll shift to the question of what we're doing a brief check-in on today. How is my system this time of year? How does your system respond to holiday, to family needs, to events? to this holiday season. See if you can tune in. How is this for my system, my parts? Notice how your body responds to that question. What sensations are you aware of? Are there any images that present? emotions are present? Is there any gesture that automatically, organically arises? What thoughts surface? See if you can open your heart to whatever is present this time of year. With curiosity. And then see what one or more of your parts want you to know about what it is like for you this season? What is hard or difficult? What is perhaps wonderful or joyful? And then checking to see how can you be there for your system? for your parts, either in one specific way or in general. And see if they can give you any direction on how they can feel more supported, more taken care of, more resourced. What might that look like? You might also check in on if there's anything that would make that hard, anything that might get in the way. Gently inquire, what could be done to make that a little bit more easy, a little less hard? And just notice how you're feeling towards this part, this experience. Inviting your heart to soften a little more. Seeing if there's anything else this part wants you to know about what this time of year is like. Maybe seeing what needs to happen before we return to our time here. Whatever is happening, it's all helpful information. 
and extending some gratitude and appreciation for whatever you connected with. If there's anything specific your system wants before returning to our conversation, you can jot some notes or make a commitment to return in the next few days or a commitment you want to make to these ones or this experience over the next couple of weeks during the holiday to offer more support, more resource. When it feels right, you can start deepening your breath, moving a little bit, gently inviting your system to return. Okay, your voice is so soothing <laughs> and I will be returning to listen to that. And I'm sure people listening will too. Man, I feel like I could use that as like a morning check-in. I don't know if you've ever thought about recording meditations, but you 100% should. Um, wow. <clears throat> no, but- That's awesome. That, yeah, that was so good. Thank you. Yeah. So hopefully in that question of what's hard around the holidays, mm -hmm. it was supportive for you to see what came up and, and hopefully that Absolutely. was, yeah, that was informative. I, I know every person's different, but I, I have a personality that tends to try to avoid uncomfortable feelings. And I think creating a space like you just did to be able to invite those feelings in a positive light is something that makes it a lot easier for me. Yeah. That you're already jumpstarting the conversation because you're just, you know, so ahead. But what we <laughs> acknowledge actually can soften. You know, we, mm -hmm. we just culturally don't realize this. And so we didn't know <laughs> that if you give something some attention, it doesn't have to be like, hey, you know, hurting your gut or, you know, just like mm -hmm. causing difficulty sleeping or um, it, it can it can have its time in in your attentional network and then soften. So you're saying difficult conversations can have positive effects. Right. Especially right. if you are going in with some resource, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So during the holidays, it's. um there, there are trends. So, you know, everybody can keep in mind what came up for you. That was hard. Yes. And everybody mm -hmm. at home, maybe jot down, you know, what, what came up for you and, and we can compare notes, right. On what, on what the national kind of trends are, mm -hmm. but no matter what, you can see what's going to be supportive to your nervous system in terms of tips, because to just give tips without checking in, I just, you know, Absolutely. I don't know how helpful that can be. So according to the American Psychological Association, 89% of Americans, which I'm just like, are we just a stressed country? Because I don't have the information on the rest of the countries, but of U.S. adults say that um, this time of year, stress is caused by concerns about not having enough money, mm -hmm. um, missing loved ones who are no longer with them, and 
um, anticipating family conflict. So that's a quite the combination. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then you put all that into a, a packed schedule. You know, mm -hmm. two other common things are you're just more busy. There's like, you know, like my kids have had you know, musical things and school things. And, you know, it's just a busier time. And then you have the social fun things to go to. But that along with unrealistic expectations on our Absolutely. system. So those are kind of like the five pillars of common stresses. But you can see whether, you know, what you, what you um, came up with in, in your tuning in, if that fit one of those categories or not. So given that 89% of Americans deal with these, I'm assuming that most of us listening can yes. probably use some resources and just tools in our toolbox to be able to face these during the holidays. So can yeah. you give us some insight on just, okay, now I, I've created the space, I've identified what it is that I'm feeling. Now what? Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get to self-care in a minute, but just some of these practical things like since finances are a common stress for so many of um, so many Americans, you know, we often go in hoping that something will be different. So I know it doesn't seem like, you know, revolutionary, but going in with a plan can really facilitate not feeling absolutely. overwhelmed. So, so like a budget. Yeah. So, so like a budget. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And what's really cool about this is there's the economy of like our bank account and also of our nervous system, mm -hmm. our emotional well-being. So this is just going to carry over to other points of the conversation. But trying yeah. to not overspend financially is going to be the same with trying not to overspend emotionally. Oof. But if you can try not to overspend financially, it's really going to help your stress well into the new year because we all know that those bills are coming. <laughs> well, especially since a majority of America, we live paycheck to paycheck. And so yes. with that comes, okay, if you if we rack up a ton of debt during the holidays, you might be dealing with that out until several months. Yeah. Just to Absolutely. try and keep up with, yeah, unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And the really cool thing, I mean, there's been so much research around you know, gift giving and affection. And it's really so much more like the person receiving the benefit of the gift is so much more in the affection and in the connection of you to the gift to them. So if it needs to be a gift certificate, like, you know, if you were coming to town and you, you know, sent me a card, like thinking of you, like my gift mm -hmm. to you is I'm taking you out for coffee, or we're going to go on a walk if you don't even have money for coffee. Like these things tell somebody, I see you, mm -hmm. you're important to me, and I want to connect to you. So the value of the gift is really in the research time and time again, like the glimmer is going to be mm -hmm. in that social engagement connection. And that's so encouraging. That's so encouraging <laughs> to know I I saw a meme that was like holiday shopping is really hard when your mom deserves a private island and you can afford a candle. <laughs> but that's the real. I love well, I love I love that you're sharing that. That's what research supports because that takes some of the pressure off of like yeah. you can give good gifts without spending beyond your means. Yeah. Yeah. I my now twenty six year old son. I think he's pretty 
pretty at peace with him himself. So he's okay with me sharing this. I was going to bring it in, but I'll, I'll just use this because this just yeah. says peace. But I remember he made like a rock at school or something, you know, and it said a day of unlimited heart to hearts. Mm. And for, for us, I didn't even, I hadn't been studying the nervous system at all. That's but so cute. Heart, <laughs> we had this little symbol, like this meant like if he was up yeah. to bat or playing the piano or, you know, this meant I'm giving you a hug in a way that we stay hugging until we can feel each other's heartbeat. And that so, is so like, special. <laughs> uh, you know, an unlimited day of heart to hearts, like that was priceless. And I still have that. Um, yeah. So these little things that you can do are mind blowing. And back in the day when I had no money, cause I was, you know, like a mom in school and I would just show up to my family's house with no presents. I, I realized like something that was always there in me was that joy of connection. And I would go mm. in exuberant about connecting with people. And I realized that was the you gift. You have a gift for that. You do have a gift for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. could be your gift, right? So hopefully it's reassuring um, yeah. for you. And, you know, it might be a, a time to just mention, we'll have show notes that that site, the research that yes. I'm mentioning here. So this was by the Glimmers by Dr. Um, Simon Thomas at uh, at UC Berkeley. So so yes, this stuff is researched. <laughs> yeah. So just reminding us of that and the the tendency to overspend and those can be habits, you know. So mm -hmm. and, and we know that we're compulsive shopping. Yes. Yeah. And we can learn new habits. So yeah. so anyways, that that can be a win for you if you spend less than you were intending if, yes. if that is your goal. So another one, like the, you know, in the top three was, um, was grief. And, and that can be really difficult for people. I know, you know, just in my private therapy practice, this comes up when people have had loss, they might not be coming in to talk about grief around the holidays, but then, you know, we're here and it's there. And this is so common for, I would imagine beyond Americans, you know, humans um, throughout the world. So what I found really, what I what I found in my own private practice and in the research is knowing that, and I think other cultures may do this, and you might have some traditions in your own culture that already does this, but finding a way to, to create treasured ways of honoring that person in the holiday season. So it just doesn't stay in the shadows of your nervous system it comes out in that social engagement center. Let's talk about memories or do something that reminds you of a treasured time with somebody. So, so if you're, you're saying that instead of trying to avoid the subject and suppress all of the emotions around it, finding ways, <laughs> obviously that's what you're saying, <laughs> but Finding ways to honor that person, and which can be really hard, especially if you're in a family that doesn't talk about. Well, and I love that you're saying that because I know it seems simple, but sometimes if people don't hear that audibly, mm -hmm. they just don't give themselves the permission to do it. It's almost, it can know. be, it can feel too hard for, yeah. Maybe if you're trying to create this space, right? For maybe some of our listeners, they're like, okay, I want to, but maybe their environment isn't conducive to doing that. How do you find, how do you find ways to cope and honor that person when maybe the people around you just aren't ready for that? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully there's a treasured way you connected to that person. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I lost my dad nine years ago. So this, this, um, reigns true for me, mm-hmm. but, um, I went home recently around the anniversary of his loss. And I ended up at the end of the day of visiting family, just going out to dinner by myself, but with him. Mm-hmm. And, and I just thought I'm going to order all the things that I think my dad would be ordering. And I would, I was sitting there and I was imagining That's the so things special. that he would be saying, you know, like to me about my life right now, like, don't stress so much, <laughs> like, oh. you know, and I was just sitting there laughing. So remembering that, I don't even know that I said this, but that social yeah. engagement system, I think I said it in the, in the definition of wellness is there for ourself too. Like it can be applied internally. So me in connection with my dad or you in connection with the story of your loved one is also mm-hmm. important. And if you can find somebody, if not a therapist, like, you know, yeah. my clients come in and, and I love, I always say, as you're sharing your loved one with me, I'm getting to know the glimmer of a life I wouldn't have known without you sharing. And, That's you know, beautiful. it's amazing. So finding somebody that you can share it with is also important because of that, you know, Absolutely. yeah, that social engagement. Oh. But, um, but if there's certain foods that you can make that they love during the holidays, I know I'm not where I grew up. So it's much harder, um, outside of Southern California, but I still make tamales, um, not Mm. every year, but, you know, just Mm. finding certain ways that you can invite in the somatic memory of the person, the smells, the movements, the, the rhythms. Mm. So, yeah. So another thing, you know, that grief and loss that I just want to name is for a lot of people, they feel lonelier in the holidays. And this might be, you mentioned a Hallmark movie, you know, it, mm-hmm. it might be the Instagram posts or, you know, whatever social media you're looking at that makes everything look like it's a bunch of people. Highlight connecting real. In. Yeah. And so, you know, validating and acknowledging, you know, it's, it's not like, Oh, but look at all the other, you know, no validate and acknowledge where you feel lonely And it's really a time to be especially gentle and compassionate with yourself if you notice some of that. Um, So not denying it, not avoiding it, but being with it in a way that feels resourceful. If you feel like you're on recycle and it's not feeling resourceful, again, talking to somebody is always helpful. Mm -hmm. But that's just another thing to name because it comes up for people. Yeah, the number three thing that um, the American Psychological Association named, and, and it comes, you know, in, in the research other places too, is difficult family relationships. So conflict. And here it's going, you know, back to checking in with your nervous system. Mm-hmm. What's here for me and what is possible? How mm-hmm. much margin do you have to be around, you know, this family system or this person. So I think about dosing, right? Like a medication dose, but we're doing like a nervous system dose. Oh, I like this. If you ask your body how much, okay, so you have a part that's like your daughter part, I'm going to go, not you specifically, but Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. a daughter part, I'm going to go, I don't want to go, but I'm going to go. Okay. How are you going to go? How, how are we going to make this? Yes more reasonable for our system. Um, So maybe, you know, if you ask yourself, how long is too long? And it's like, when you go from seven to seven, it's too long. Okay, so what's more doable? You know, I'd like to go for five hours. So what's your dose? 
which again comes back to you can't know that if you're not checking in with yourself. So checking in with yourself of, okay, what do I need? And then I'm hearing you say second, um, honoring that and finding uh, what are your boundaries? What are what what do you need? Yeah. And sometimes that can be internal. You know, you could, you know, they could be like, now, when are you getting married? When are you having kids? You know, and, and you can have a really good internal boundary, like, da, 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 da. I am awesome. I'm on the right track. I'm in my wellness. I'm in my agency oh, and yes. I'm fine. And your internal boundary can be enough. Mm. Or you might need an external boundary. Like, I'm, I'm done with this topic. Like, if you continue, I'm going to go take a walk. <laughs> that is good. Good advice. I think, um, I know many people face guilt when it comes to setting boundaries or especially if you have patterns of people pleasing that you're working on working through. So what is your advice for maybe the person who's like, man, I know that I might need five hours or I know that I have this boundary, but I'm scared to honor it. What do you, what is your advice to them? How do you, how do you start to break those? You know, it goes back to that. You, we all need collect connection, right? It's connection Absolutely. and belonging. If that is the story of how we're going to have connection and belonging only to do that at the sacrifice of our nervous system, then your survival parts are going to keep you going, right? <laughs> so it is updating a different way. Like, okay, you need connection and belonging. Like, I get that. Is there a way that you can offer that to yourself? One, mm. you know, it, you know, is there a practice like yoga? Is there a, a, a source, a resource outside of yourself that you can bring into where you feel validated and acknowledged without having to meet somebody else's expectations of you? So like acknowledging that is really important. So, so yeah, so difficult family relationships, dosing, boundaries, um, just and continuing to check in if things are turning for the worse, not going in with the idea that maybe they're going to be different this time, but with some mm. tools Realistic. for your own self-regulation. Okay. Yeah. So what are some other self-care tools that maybe I can apply when I realize, okay, well, I might be reaching my limits? Yeah. So, and that's so awesome. And it's why we checked in at the beginning because it's personalized depending on what's here for you, right? So mm-hmm. number four are tips on self-care, but keep in mind tracking your nervous system because you're going to be able to match what is needed given where you are. But mm-hmm. some common ones are, you know, um, first of all, keeping in mind the three Ps, keep it personalized and practical and preventative. And we'll go into those um, briefly for each one. So personalizing it, I think meditation is a great way to start because it helps you have a landscape of what is here. And and then you know what self-care tool to apply. And mindful meditation has so much mental health benefits Mm. to it that, and it's also really user-friendly, right? So there's all kinds of apps and we'll put that in the notes as well. Several websites yes. that say the top apps of 2023, but um, ones that I often recommend are Insight Timer, mm-hmm. Calm and Headspace, but it just helps you to know what is here. So if you don't have access to any of those meditation tools through the app store, you can always come back to the start of this 
episode and go through this meditation and maybe use it, especially during the holiday season to check. And like you were saying, like ongoing mindfulness check-in helps you to have a conversation with your nervous system. So like, how Mm -hmm. do I know what's going on? The more you repeat it, the more of a friendship you have, like you become your best friend. With (laughs) yourself. With yourself. Incredible. Yeah. Right. So it's like, hi, me. Um, And another tip, which is these are just common things, but during the holidays, especially important to keep rhythms is, and we said this in terms of overwhelm with family conflicts, but get outdoors. And even though it's cold, (laughs) even though it's cold for a lot of us where we're living right now, the fresh air, even if it's cold, fresh air, the fresh air helps to relax I relax you and lift your mood. So it's just a natural benefit. And there's so much research um, around the mental health benefits of spending time in nature, including reducing cortisol, the natural stress relief with that, Mm -hmm. lower levels of inflammation, and improving your mental energy and focus. And in the show notes, I have a link to some research around just the benefits of spending time in nature. Which if anyone's been, anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you've been in it round for enough episodes, there's a common theme here with um, a lot of these things cross over. So when you're going outside and you're using lifestyle to help regulate your hormones, you're also impacting your sleep. You're also impacting, like you said, your inflammation, your stress levels that impact your gut health, your gut health then impacts, like it is such an interconnected. and, And then really when you start to look into it, I think wellness becomes a lot more simple because you do one thing and it starts to just impact. Anyway, side note, side tangent. But I just, I yeah, you're like you're you're seeing the trends. Absolutely, (laughs) love it. Yeah, Um, it's nice to see what's on repeat. Yeah, so if you're unsympathetic, you might go out and like, you know, run or Mm -hmm. discharge. If you're starting to feel like dorsal shutdown, then rather than to just watch yourself in that collapse. Like, da, 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 da. let's go outside. And maybe we're just like gently walking with ourselves. But depending on where you are, mm-hmm. nature can meet you either way, but it's helpful so- to know. And the other common self-care, like we just hear it again and again, is, is movement. And mm. we often say here in our clinic, motion is lotion, right? It keeps I like that. Motion moving. is lotion. Yeah. <laughs> motion movement is, is lotion. medicine. Motion is lotion. Yeah. <laughs> so regular movement is just a healthy way to keep stress at bay. So, um, and of course we know all the things, right? It releases dopamine and endorphins. It, it pumps nutrients into your cells and it boosts your mood. It reduces stress. And while you're moving, why not be mindful about it? Draw your attention, right? That's that savoring. Well, what does this feel like in my body? If you're outdoors and moving, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I smell? How is that for my body? Hmm. And you're just blending all of these things and it's building your capacity to take a little bit more of that stress of the holiday and not go into overwhelm. Um, make it personal, make it practical. Like what is something that you're actually going to do, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. not a yogi, then don't buy a yoga package. Like Mm -hmm. what, 
What is a way that you're going to show up to your practice? And then preventative, actionable steps for your mental health, right? It's not, we know it's not just how many years we're going to live, but how well we're going to feel in those years that we're living. It's the quality. Yeah. So helping to reduce feeling overwhelmed during holiday is preventative for you. So, um, and that of course includes things like most Americans eat more sweets, drink more alcohol. So if those things happen, if you have that preventative practice of returning to healthy eating, drinking a lot of water, taking vitamin C in the in-between, then you're also helping for that preventative medicine in your body. I think what's really cool too is all of these are just different tools and strategies. And like when you have them in your toolkit, you know, and you're taking inventory, like you said earlier, you're just able to see which one do I need right now? And it doesn't have to be, I think sometimes in the wellness industry there or health and wellness and fitness, there can be this uh, almost obsessive, like, well, if I, don't run every day for 30 days that I'm neglecting my health. Or it's like, if I don't, maybe, maybe every, maybe the way you show up for yourself is different on different days. Maybe it's not the same five minute meditation and it's okay if you pick different tools on different days. Um, but I just know that sometimes that's some, sometimes that's a misconception that is out there, especially on the internet. So number five out of 10. So we'll see if we get to all 10, but (laughs) You already hit on it and it is having realistic expectations for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can go into it again, Hallmark movie, like it's going to be some sort of perfect thing. Like you might see interactions on a movie and think that everybody's family is just without conflict. Perfect and no conflict. Yeah. It's yeah, not reality it, for anyone. <laughs> 89% of people, right? So most people report that there's just going to be some sort of family conflict. And and most people do their own dosing, right? Like I'm going to go for this amount of time. or <laughs> mm-hmm. So no, no holiday is perfect. And being able to have that opportunity to exercise your flexibility and resilience by checking in, like what is what is the expectation, but what is my capacity? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to measure up to these ideas that all come into my head. So you get to Mm -hmm. take that inventory again. It's capacity over the expectation. What is my emotional capacity? What is my financial capacity? Mm -hmm. And, And asking your body, like, how are you doing? And being gentle with yourself and balancing those expectations with what is realistic. Well, and then I like, I think it takes courage to be able to come back and hold space for honoring what your capacity is. Right. Yeah. And showing up for it. If there's been like relational trauma, yeah, Mm. it takes courage to just, you know, I need to limit how much I can be around this person. Well, and for everyone listening, um, I hope that even if you don't have that support, hopefully you have that support in your own life. And if you don't, just know that you have an online community of people who are striving to find the courage to be able to implement these things. And you're not alone on your journey. Um, And yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There, yes, there's just a community of, of people that, you know, can acknowledge it. It's like me too. 
Yeah. You know, like this is hard for me too. And number six, it's really close. It's just, it's okay to say no, which is, it's part of like managing the expectations, but it's really okay to prioritize what brings you emotional recharge. Like what do you want your holiday to look like? Simplifying the things that you can so that, you know, it, you get out of it what you want. So your grandmother may have this like amazing cookie recipe that she did from scratch and it sounds really good, but if somebody asks you to make it or your kids ask you to make it or it, and you look in like, you know, how many coins do I have in my emotional bank account? I meant like three and that would take seven. There's just like- You have permission to say no and not feel bad about it. It's yeah. just, it's okay to say no, you know, and it kind of goes along with like, if a kid asks you for like a gift that you can't give it, it's a great time to, you know, to be able to say like, it's, you know, this is a no, and we're going to focus on things that are beyond gifts. I can't do that right now. And I think for many people, this is a re revolutionary concept of, I can say no, I can have boundaries and I can, and that doesn't make me fill in the blank yeah. of whatever you've labeled it to be. It's, it's, yeah. Being gentle with your parts. Cause as you even say, I can say no, we might notice what comes up. What is the fear? Acknowledging that, you know, mm -hmm. what do you need to soften? And it is a new learning pattern for a lot of us. So being Absolutely. gentle and, yeah. and there for yourself in that new learning. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if we can get to three more team, three more things, volunteer. So, and it's funny because I think about this and I think about some of my favorite times of Christmas has been when we, we were able to join friends who were doing like a volunteer mm -hmm. project in another country over Christmas. And it's mm -hmm. been some of our favorite memories. Now that's huge, <laughs> but there's of course, local food banks, there's adopt families, there's, you know, just helping people in the community in any way that you can. So volunteering, um, is actually a really important way to lift your mood and lift another's. Um, and then this has kind of been all along, but number eight is just remember what's important. Mm -hmm. What do you want to remember this season by? And like bringing in those rhythms and, and prioritizing that. You know, the next one is it just, it's quick. If you're in therapy, stay in therapy. Holidays can bring up difficult emotions. Um, if you're traveling, maybe you can do virtual meetings, but um, people struggle with feeling isolated. So if you can keep connected to somebody that you're already connected to, that is a win. Mm. Um, and finally, we want to end with that like glimmer and that resilience and that flexibility and that's number 10 is celebrate your wins did you say no did you check in with your capacity did you ask your body how am i doing if you did any small change it's like the minimum effective dose shifts celebrate it and notice what that was like for you even if it's even if maybe for you the start was just listening to this podcast and going through the meditation like celebrate that celebrate it like what yeah. was that like for me what went well and and just noticing that's a glimmer right it's a connection to yourself that was a win so celebrating those wins and bringing your whole attentional network what what did that feel like what sensations were here what emotions just savor it man I feel like 
There were so many good tools and I'm so excited to have them in my toolbox. I hope for everyone listening, you're able to maybe you go back and you listen to this again or just took a couple pieces of I want to try this, I want to try that and are able to apply some of it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Fernandez. This was just so insightful and I'm so excited. I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Like I have so <laughs> many questions that I would love to ask you. Yeah. Guys, you have the opportunity to ask the experts your questions. So be sure to go to at Rear Wellness Podcast and DM us um, topics that you want to talk about or questions that you want to ask the experts and hear their advice from. So feel free to send them in there. We end every episode with a practical tip that people can take with them. I feel like we've done that. This, this is what the whole episode has been. But if we had to summarize it and just say, if you take nothing else away from this episode and just apply this one thing, what would that be? Oh, so good. Connect to it, love on it, spread the joy to other resources in your life that can love on you too. When you create the space in your own nervous system, you're creating space for the people around you. absolutely so yes it facilitates uh, when you connect with yourself it it facilitates connecting with others in in a deeper way so you can show up in your truth it's amazing well thank you so much for coming on dr fernandez and i'm excited to have a conversation again another time and hear from you so it's been fun talking with you nat thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode um if this podcast has helped you live just a little bit more aligned and more connected to yourself the only thing that we ask is that you leave us a review and you share this podcast with a friend uh, so that we can continue providing you with free practical tips from the experts on well-being health and wellness thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next time to hear the next episode of the rare wellness podcast bye (laughs) 